Welcome back to another episode of Into the Airbnb, where we talk with Airbnb hosts about their short-term rental experience. Today's guest is Maureen Brueggemann, a super host based in Salton, Kansas. She owns and manages a small studio which she built in a compact portion of a big barn. In this episode, She'll tell us about her experience and journey as a host of the only Airbnb listing in town, some numbers and demographic insights of her area, and how the market behaves through different seasons. This episode is sponsored by Airbnb, short-term rental analytics for high-return investments, comprehensive data for insights, ideas, and inspiration. Go to app.airbidix.com to find precise Airbnb data such as occupancy rate, revenue, average daily rate, and so on. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Can you please tell us how did you got started on Airbnb and short-term rentals? When we bought our farm, I think it was in 2013, there was an old barn here. And we were going to restore the barn, but it cost more to do that than to put on a, up a new shop. So we put up a new shop. And at the time, we had a hired hand. So we built living quarters for him inside the shop. And then he decided he wanted to go more over the road stuff. So he left us, which was fine. You know, we left. It was good. So then it sat for a little bit and we rented it long term to somebody who was working on some wind, wind turbines. And then it sat for a while. And then I offered it to the sheriff department as a place for domestic violence situations for people to come hide out or whatever. I just wanted it to be used. And they never used it in a whole year. So then I decided, well, what the heck, let's try Airbnb. Okay. And how did you discover Airbnb? And how did you decide to try it out? Actually, our hired hand told us about it because he uses Airbnb a lot when he travels places. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you started renting this old barn, is that? We don't have it in the barn. We leveled the barn and built a, a brand new building in the place of oh, the barn. a brand new building. Is it inside the barn, in the barn? How, well, how is it? the living quarters is on the east side of the building, and then we've got a shop that goes down the middle of it, mm-hmm. and then the barn is on the west side of the building. So there's a shop in between the animals in the LQ, in the Airbnb. Oh, I see now. What year did you start airbnb with that building? It will be two years in July, I believe. So two years in 2020? July. So July 2020. Right. In the middle of the pandemic. And how was your experience Correct. starting to rent, you know, with the current situation at that time? To be honest, we went into it thinking that, you know, we'll go ahead and list it in July because we figured that mostly we would get hunters because this is a big place for people to come hunt. And immediately it started getting booked by travelers who were just traveling through. So it went really well, actually. We were just so surprised. Oh, so there weren't many travelers still around your area around your time? We, we live right on a major highway and mm-hmm. people travel a lot, but mostly it's truckers. But yeah, there's nothing really around here for people. There's no sightseeing anything here. So mm-hmm. I'm surprised people stop. 
So they just have to <laughs> stay like night and they continue right. cleaning the road? Right. Okay. Right. Now I did have one lady come stay a whole week just because she wanted to get out of the big city mm -hmm. and get away for a while. And it's like, well, that's cool. Okay, that's cool. So since the very beginning, it has been short-term rentals. You do one night minimums, um, thing like that? Correct. Okay, that's great. So you told me there is a barn, so I assume there's animals. Do you also yes, offer like an experience with those for people who might stay longer or who we we tell them if they want to meet because we do have one very friendly cow that you can mm -hmm. pet if they want to meet it they have to let us know and we will we won't let them in the pasture but we'll bring her up to the fence and they can pet her because the liability when they go in the pasture could be outrageous yes so right. and and same with the chickens i mean i've i've had some that really wanted to hold the chickens so yeah okay and do they just request it or you also offer it as an Airbnb experience? I don't offer it as, a, I don't offer it. They see them and they ask about them then, yeah, I'll let them. Okay, so around there in Selden, Kansas, are there many Airbnbs or short-term rentals in general? There's getting to be more. I was the first one in Selden and now there's a gentleman redoing an old Victorian house in Selden. I think he's thinking about Airbnb and it. His nephew bought another house in Selden. He actually lives in Colorado and he comes out here for, we have a big 4th of July fireworks, mm -hmm. huge. And he's part of that. And so they're out here part-time. So he thinks he's going to Airbnb his house while he's not there. So, so by now, how many would you say are there? Right now, I'm the only one, but probably by the end of the year, there might be three. You're the only one Airbnb there. So in okay. Selden, yes. Mm -hmm. There's one about eight miles away. So, so you tell me you mostly get travelers and, and hunters. how would be travelers and hunters. So is there any seasonality really for you? Yeah, I'm really busy from like September through the first of February because of, it is hunting season. And I do offer some pretty good amenities for hunters. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got a, a hanging game gambrel. So if they shoot a deer, they can bring it into the shop and clean it and cut it up and package it if they want or, or cape it out or whatever they want to do. Same with pheasants. We've got a place where they can clean them. And then we've got, you know, warm water and, and whatnot in, in the shop. And they're not putting it down my sink in, the, in, my, or in my Airbnb and they're not, mm -hmm. you know. The one guy says, oh, I've cleaned a deer in a hotel bathtub before. Um, let's not do that. So I, I just as soon have the amenities for them to be able to do that. So, Okay, it's great that you offer those amenities. Did you think about getting those just along the way when you started doing Airbnb or did you already have it before for personal use? Not the gambrel. I mean, we did have the sink in, in the shop for cleaning birds because we do have regular pheasant hunters that come out once a year. So yeah, the gambrel was something else. So, and it's been used a lot. It's okay. Okay, that's great then. And can you tell me how much would be your occupancy rate during, you know, these high seasons? I generally try to keep it about the same. It's about $85 a night. And you get booked I, all the month, during all the month? I get booked frequently, yes, as much as I want to 
a lot of times I'll go in and block off dates because I know I'm working and I don't want to have to deal with turning over a room or whatever. Or when my mom was going through cancer treatments, I would be taking her to and from Hayes, which is like a 250 uh, mile round trip, something like that. So, you know, on those days I would block things off so I didn't have to, to worry about people. Because uh, our community mm-hmm. is only 200 people. So finding mm-hmm. somebody who come and clean to my standards. <laughs> yes, that's right. Okay, so yes. for the days you have opened, you are mostly booked during the high season and during the low season, how would you say it's the occupancy rate? Probably once or twice a week. And you get the calendar open during all the months if you don't have, you know, anything to do? Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's great. So you talk about cleaning. You just do it yourself, right? Correct. Okay. So is it, you know, a hard work? Is it a big place or is it easy to do it for you? It's 15 by 15 foot square. And then it's got an attached nine by eight bathroom or something like, I can't remember the size of it, but so it's fairly small, but I wash everything. I wash the beds all the way down to the mattress cover. I wash the curtains. I wash the shower curtains. I wash the rugs. I wash everything, every turnover, you know, and then I have an ozone machine that I run to kill off any germs. And then I run an air scrubber and then I'm, you know, wipe everything down with microband just to be safe. Cause you know, it's COVID. Cleaning, even cleaning the curtains in between stays. That's yes. Great. I clean all everything. Cause you don't know what people touch. Mm-hmm. That's right. I agree with that. So you told me about your average daily rate being $85. You keep it up during all year? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, so in the past years, can you give me, you know, like an estimate of your annual revenue? I could not. I I just let my accountant deal with all of that stuff because Mm -hmm. yeah, money, it's just like it goes in the account and, and my husband deals with it, so... Okay, so can we do a quick calculation <laughs> just to keep it you say a weekly okay. ca- a weekly calculation is probably let's see about a two nights 180 because they take their taxes and whatnot out 180 mm-hmm. a week I would guess mm-hmm. 180 per week okay I'll do mm-hmm. the calculation later to get the multi okay or I, I don't have a pen here I would try to do it for you. So $180 per four weeks would be $720 per month, would you say? Roughly, yeah. Roughly, okay. And per 12 months, $8,000 a year? Probably, roughly, yeah, roughly. It's still a good number, really good number. And would you... We're doing it a part-time thing, yes, because I don't Mm want to be that busy. So it's... Mostly because I don't want the space to deteriorate. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't use a space like a house or whatever, it goes downhill fast. That's right. So, That's and right. Our, so. our long-term goal is with this space, when mm-hmm. we get too old and we don't want to do the mowing and we don't want to have to fix fence or whatever, feed the cows, mm-hmm. we will let a young man or woman stay here for free in, in exchange for that. Okay. That's our long-term plan. So. Okay, so you're not planning on continuing with the Airbnb business? Well, not not forever. I mean, probably until we retire, which is another 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. And during this time, are you planning on doing something more with Airbnb, adding, you know, some more locations, doing some 
or innovations? Anything you have planned for this Airbnb business, part-time business you have? Not in at, at the moment because we live in a small community and if there's going to be two other ones, I don't want to have that much competition around here, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I fully understand. So for now, you're pretty good. It's like passive income, right? You don't use it right. necessarily. You right. don't rely on the money to do anything, right? No, I use it to upgrade things here in the LQ. Like I bought a towel warmer and I bought robes. I, I'm just trying to make it more high-end for mm-hmm. a good value for your dollar, you know? So. Yes, that's right. That's right. Okay, yeah, that's great to hear. And usually like most kind of guests you get, would you say it is like travelers or hunters? I would say 50-50. 50-50, okay. So mm-hmm. you try to keep it really friendly to the both audiences, right. right? Right. Okay, that's great. So another thing I would like to ask you is how do you figure out pricing or how did you figure out like at start? I looked at what a hotel room costs mm-hmm. and our ho- we do have a hotel here in Selden, but it's a very old hotel and it's mm-hmm. usually booked up because the, it, of all the regular people who come through like Last year, I think somebody went through one of her walls and took out two of her hotel rooms, but she's back up in business. But she doesn't like to be very busy either because she also runs a, a, a cafe right there. She does give rooms to people who can't afford it. I mean, I mm-hmm. know that the one time there was a lady that was walking by a lady that I work with house, which is clear out in the country, and they picked her up and brought her into town. And Gloria put her in one of the rooms. And then I took her to Oakley, I believe, because she wanted to go there because she knew somebody. Anyhow, so we all work as a community to help each other out and to help others who need our help. So, and I've, I've let people stay here for free also. People traveling through that have, have uh, hard times. So, yeah, I completely understand. That's very, that's very kind of you. And that's very kind of your community as well. We've got a great community. That's great. And do people have, you know, if someone gets to visit you, you know, in their way to their destination, what do they have to do in the city? Is there any cafe? Is there any place they can visit? Anything really? Um, Our little town has a cafe. And then on Thursday, Friday and Saturday, we've got a, a bar, which is, and it has nicer food, you know. Our community has everything for a town as small as we are. We've got a chiropractor. We've got a doctor that comes in for two or three days a week. We've got a body shop. We've got two construction workers. We've got the biggest lumber yard around. Mm -hmm. We've got a furniture store. We've got a grocery store, got a gym, a library, a walking trail, just all kinds of things. So it's a really cute little community. Mm -hmm. Is everything close to your listing? It's about a mile away. I live about a mile out of town, right on the highway, though. Okay, so not too far away. And you told me previously about you have a big 4th of July event, right? Oh, man, yes. Our little town of 200 grows to about five to 6,000 people. We've got rocket scientists and NASA engineers that have developed a wicking system specifically for our fireworks show. They come out and they set it up and they put, they, they set it off and it's just amazing. 
Oh my God, that's great. And do you usually get really busy around that time? I do, yes. Okay, do you raise your daily rate? No. Just keep it the same. Yeah, well, the people that are coming in that are, are renting the room are usually people mm -hmm. that are helping with the fireworks. Oh. So, you know, because the other people that come into town, it's just from communities around. Because mm -hmm. we've got like a town 20 miles north of us, a town 20 miles south of us, and a bigger town about 30 miles west mm -hmm. of us. So we have a lot of people that come in. Okay, and those, all the people that come in are from surrounding areas? Most of the time, yes, unless they're visiting other people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I completely so. understand. So big 4th of July event. I get it. Okay, great. Huge, huge. And what do they have there? Just uh, like the fireworks or is there? No, they've um, got, um, it's like an all-day event. They've got a dunk tank. They've got kids for games. They've got cornhole tournament. They used to have chicken poop bingo, and I provided the chickens for it, <laughs> but they haven't had that since um, the COVID thing. So yeah. the Girl Scouts were huge in, in our area, and they do us so much. So, Okay, I see. So that's the big event of your area. That's great. So can you tell me, were there any particular challenges or a challenging time during, you know, all these period you have as a host it's been pretty easy i think so i i don't know my most complicated guest was immunocompromised her son was so she had me strip everything cloth out of the airbnb yeah you have a pretty good experience so are there any tips that you like to give for future Airbnb hosts, current Airbnb hosts regarding, I don't know, maybe your Airbnb experience or doing, you know, Airbnb as, you know. Be uh, very specific of, mm -hmm. about what they could potentially encounter at your place. Like we're a farm stay. So, you know, there's critters, there's bugs, there's, we've had fox in our yard, coyotes in our yard, snakes in our yard. I put all of that in the listing so people cannot go back to airbnb and say they didn't tell me this i want to refund," you know because i've heard horror stories where people get everything refunded because they saw a little bug you know bugs are everywhere yeah that's right things will go better if you can relax about things yeah those are great tips thank you for that and the last thing i would like to ask you now that you talked about snakes and foxes around there People don't have trouble with that, right? They haven't yet, no. Okay, so it's not a casual thing that they're going to go out and encounter them and be really scared or anything? No, no. I mean, last night there was a skunk in the yard, and the only way I knew that is because I could smell it this morning. You know, critters come through. It's, it's just part of life, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. So, yeah, that would be it for today. Thank you a lot for your time and for your tips. And You're very welcome. Thanks for listening to Into the Airbnb. We're looking for hosts and other people in the short-term rental industry to interview. If you have what we need and would like to share your experience in this podcast, please send us an email. All the info is at the end of the description.